You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Printful. A quick thank you to Printful for supporting the show. Fulfill products on demand without unsold inventory risks and leave hassles like storage and shipping behind. Printful prints custom products on demand for online businesses and sends each order to your customers without you having to worry about the logistics. Their fulfillment centers are located all over the world, so your products can be shipped to wherever your customers are. Printful's been trusted to deliver 36 million items, with over a million items now being fulfilled and shipped each month. Printful integrates seamlessly with popular e-commerce platforms and marketplaces, and their reliable quality and customer service will help you maintain an exceptional reputation. Gain a valuable partner at Printful.com. All right, I'm excited to be back with Melanie Balky for our second episode together. She's one of our longtime agency partners. Melanie's the founder and CEO of The Email Marketers, an agency that works with clients to grow their e-com brands through conversion, email, and text marketing. So Melanie, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Excited to be here. So the other day I saw Melanie tweet out that she generated 16K in revenue for the first few days of what she was calling the 12th days of Christmas campaign. The campaign's fully ended now. So I wanted to bring her on to understand what it was and how it went. And I actually noticed she shared a spreadsheet with me before the show. And I think I should rename the episode to 12 emails, 45K in revenue. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back, Melanie. This is great. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was an exciting campaign, so I can't wait to share it with the world. Yeah, so fill us in. So who was this for? Which client of yours? Yeah, great question. So this is one of the food and beverage clients I work with. So think about selling grass-fed protein online. So meats, but they also do cheese, fish, stuff like that. And, you know, the kind of the specialties that's all grass-fed and pasture-raised. Wow, nice. And so the strategy was, is it safe to assume it was like, hey, we had BFCM and now we want to do something fun to kind of keep the momentum going? Yeah, pretty much. So the team kind of told me, you know, we don't really see too much of a slowdown after Black Friday, Cyber Monday, but we do see a slowdown. So obviously being in the food space, their benefit is the holidays are coming and people are ordering all their holiday food. And we thought, okay, this is a great way to kind of capitalize off of that and keep the Black Friday, Cyber Monday momentum going. Plus they have a ton of SKUs, like hundreds and hundreds of SKUs. And inventory, as for a lot of other people, has been somewhat challenging for them. So we were kind of talking about like, how do we move specific SKUs and make sure, you know, people don't get frustrated when they come to the website and a lot of their favorites are sold out. How do we keep those people right. engaged? Nice. And so walk us through the mechanics of it all. Let's start with 12 days. So why why 12 days of Christmas? Yeah. So there's the, you know, the song uh, on the first day of Christmas. I'm not going to sing for you guys because it's I'm a terrible singer. <laughs> That'd be great. But you guys know that song. And so technically, I actually looked it up for this episode because I was like, what are the 12 days of Christmas actually? And it's basically like normally the span between the birth of Christ and then the coming of the three wise men. So it starts normally on December 25th, and then it goes through January 6th, which is Three Kings Day. So, which I think is actually like really big in Spain and things like that. But I had actually seen another brand, and this is kind of how it was funny. Um, a really good friend of mine, he runs kind of a CrossFit brand, Brute Force. So if you guys are into sandbags and stuff like that. 
He runs brute force training. And I saw he ran this campaign on the 1st of December. And I remembered that I had done this in the past for brands. And I was like, you know, it was really successful for the past brands I did. It might be a really good fit for this specific brand. And so it, you know, it's the 12 days of Christmas because of the song and because of this period. And so we said, okay, over 12 days. And we chose to run it now because, you know, I figured right after Christmas is a little bit more quiet. Let's do it right after Black Friday, Cyber Monday, because there's this excitement people have. And I think if you guys are Black Friday, Cyber Monday purchasers, I am, you know what I mean? Which is like, it's like Thursday and Black Friday, Cyber Monday's over. And you're like, ah, is there something I can buy? I wish I could buy something, you know? Like totally. some brands totally. get me like that. They like send like a really late deal and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm in. So yeah, long story short, that's why it's the 12 days. It's because of the song. It was right after Black Friday. And that's why we chose to run it earlier rather than later. I love it. Yeah. My wife and I were just talking and we were like, wait, we have spent so much money in the last three weeks. Like we need to slow way down. So I can totally relate on that. All right. So you, you're going to do this 12 day campaign. So what each day was kind of a different offer or product or like, what were you actually doing each day? Both. Yeah. So obviously it depends kind of on your margins too, right? What you can do. But we basically looked at their inventory and we looked at the best sellers. We looked at what we had and we looked at the margins on each product. And we said, okay, for the next 12 days, we're really going to do a different product and a totally different offer. So it wasn't totally different, to be fair. It was somewhere between 20 to 35% every day people would get off on totally different products. So, you know, on the first day of Christmas, it might have been 20% off chicken breast. And then on the second day of Christmas, it could have been like 15% off mahi-mahi or 20% off mahi-mahi fish. And then the next day it was like 30% off ground beef. So, you know, the idea was keep people excited so they keep opening the emails. Don't tell them what it is. So my thing is like, I thought about this. I was like, hey, do I mention in the subject line what the deal is? Or do we just keep it really consistent and go first day of Christmas, second day of Christmas? We went super boring with the subject lines. Honestly, we probably could have done significantly more testing around that, but we, you know, we kind of came up with this campaign pretty quickly. And so we did subject lines, super boring, first day of Christmas, second day of Christmas. And then they had to actually click and open to see, okay, what's the deal? What's the product? Because we kind of wanted to keep that excitement going, kind of like gamify it a little bit, you know? I think it's smart. Yeah, like the spin to win wheel you guys have where it's like kind of gamifying the thing. So we kind of took that surprise factor and just ran a different deal on a different product every day. I think, I think it's awesome. And then like the mechanics of the offer itself, were you just like slashing the price for that day or were you actually like handing out a coupon code in the email itself? Yeah, we went with a coupon code, honestly, just for ease. Like I said, the team's running super thin and then to kind of like slash the price on each product, we kind of wanted to just cause less confusion on their end because we were we came up with the idea and we wanted to run the campaign. So we want the coupon code route just because of, you know, for ease purposes. So that's the beauty is like, this is a really simple, fun campaign to run. That's what I love about it. Sounds like over a period of 12 days, you created 12 emails, which takes time and effort, right? That each of those had a coupon in it. But you know, once you build one of those templates, it's probably pretty similar for the rest. And so you were sending one email a day for 12 days. And so I caught you mid campaign at the 16,000 when you tweeted out, but what was, you know, walk us through the full results. Yeah. So, uh, really interesting. We sent 12 emails and we made 45,000 from those 12 emails, which I know I was telling you earlier, I looked at our black Friday, cyber Monday results and 
I'm a big fan of starting Black Friday, Cyber Monday really early and ending it really late. And we sent actually, total coincidence, exactly 12 emails for Black Friday, Cyber Monday as well. And those made 70,000, 70,600. So if we round up, you know, I looked at it earlier and we're like, okay, Black Friday made 71,000. And then our 12 days of Christmas made 45,000. We made, you know, about 63% of what we did over Black Friday from this 12 days of Christmas, which is kind of cool. Hey, that's pretty good, especially for what like might be a slower time of year for brands after they kind of put it all out there for Black Friday. That's amazing. And, you know, I know some people might say, well, okay, it's a food brand, you know, it's a great time of the year, but I've done this for brands before and from my friends who I've heard who are doing it this year, it's a very, very successful campaign. And honestly, it's really not that hard to implement. You might be thinking, oh my God, 12 emails, but all you're, you're sending the exact same template. The only thing you're changing out is the discount code and you're changing out the product. Yeah. And then maybe, you know what we do? Like we wrote like on the fifth day of Christmas. So we changed out fifth for the sixth day. So, you know, making the new email was five, maybe 10 minutes. I love it. The effort was very, very low. And then, you know, again, also the benefit of just moving SKUs that you want to move at the moment was pretty huge. Amazing. Any major learnings? Like it sounds like you'll probably do something like this next year, but what would you do differently? Yeah. Great question. I think what I do differently is I would love to test a little bit more. I think, you know, we came up, I had the idea on December 1st and I was like, we're doing it now. So um, our first email went out super late that night, which was really interesting because one of the things I noticed was, oh, the emails we send later in the day, because the first two or three emails we sent out went out pretty late in the day because just, you know, because we came up with it really spontaneously. And interestingly, they performed almost the best. So towards the end of the campaign, I started sending emails really late again. So testing more, just I'd be really more curious around send times. The subject line stuff is really interesting for me, you know. At this point, I kind of went the more traditional route and I was like, okay, we decided to go with the 12 days of Christmas and we're going to keep it consistent. But, you know, next year I'd love to test more and see like, hey, what, what does happen if we mention the offer in there? And I think those are big learnings. You know, things I would love to do next year is genuinely test more. And I think those are the biggest ones. You know, I I probably would do it again with a discount code. I think there is some benefit to having a customer put something in their cart and then go there and put in a discount code and just see the price slash before your eyes, especially if you got it like advertised through an email. It makes you feel like you're kind of in the in-group. So I'd probably choose to do the discount code again as well. Oh, I I think those are great learnings. So just for a sense of scale, like what's the list size for this brand? Yeah, great question. So I actually don't know the list size off of the top of my head, but I can tell you, I have the stats right here. So each email went to about between 40 and 50,000 recipients. Okay. I will say that we sent to a larger segment for the 12 days of Christmas. So I kind of willingly accepted a little bit less on the engagement numbers because we're kind of working on a lot of like figuring out, okay, what of the list can we re-engage? And I thought this was a really good campaign to do that. And we did see some good results there. Um, I also tracked engagement, you know, in terms of like, how does the engagement look between Black Friday and Cyber Monday and the 12 days of Christmas? And the engagement was a little bit lower than Black Friday, Cyber Monday, but not significantly. And I think considering that we sent to a larger segment. Like I know Black Friday, Cyber Monday, I sent in between to like 20 to 40,000. And now we sent between 40 and 60,000. So 
you know, the engagement was a little bit lower, I think, also because I chose to send to the larger segment and kind yeah. of use this campaign as a good excuse to re-engage some people. Look, I mean, there's a time and a place to go broad, right? So I think it's a great, fun example of something you could execute quickly after Black Friday, around Christmas. And actually, by the time this episode goes live next week, it, it may not be too late to try something like this for your brand. You could do it after Christmas too, right? That's the traditional time to technically do it. Totally. So awesome. Melanie, this was great. Thanks for coming on. Congrats on a super successful campaign. And, and we'll look to get you back on next year. You're always doing interesting stuff. Sounds good. Thank you so much. See ya. Thank you.